Okay, we uh, pick up on the bottom of uh, Daf uh, 33b, Lamad Gimel Amud Bet, uh, and uh, we were in the middle of a discussion. Uh, we had quoted a brighter. Uh, the first part of the brighter was very similar to our Mishnah, uh, and it said if something is a uh, above 10 Tvachim in a tree, uh, that is, uh, then it's not a good Eruv, it's below 10 Tvachim, uh, it is a good Eruv. And then the second part of the brighter uh, was one, if you put an, uh, an Eruv on a basket and you hang it, uh, on the tree, we say even above uh, ten tvachim, it is fine. That's what uh, that's what Rabbi Yehuda Anasi had uh, said. That's what Rabbi had said, uh, and we had discussed that. We said what was the exact case uh, that, uh, that that why it is even above ten tvachim, it's a good eruv. Uh, we said that because uh, we had an answer by Ravina. Ravina had said, uh, what we are talking about here is where neither the tree nor the basket individually was four tvachim wide, uh, and uh, but the two of them together uh, add up to four tvachim wide, uh, and, and therefore we go chokakin ha'ashlim, we go and we complete a, uh, like Rebbe Meir, we complete, we, we consider it uh, uh, widened out, but uh, really the bottom line uh, with all of that is that it's not a, a separate domain altogether because it's, it's, it hasn't got proper mechitzot. Neither the, the trees hasn't got mechitzot and the basket hasn't got proper mechitzot as opposed uh, to a basket on a pole, which we said uh, the basket surrounds the pole and the mechitzas come down, uh, that wouldn't be a good thing. But this, uh, the, the tree hanging, uh, the basket, sorry, hanging off the tree would be fine. Okay, and that was all, as we said, uh, in terms of uh, the Ravina's uh, argument uh, over here. And, and now uh, we pick up with a whole different discussion uh, why this uh, basket on the tree is good. Uh, it's Ravi Yirmiya. Ravi Yirmiya Amar, shiny Kalkala, uh, he says a basket is different uh, from the case of, a, of a, uh, an air of just being stuck up in a tree. He says, Because what can you do? You can tilt the basket. Once you can tilt the basket, uh, you can, uh, it's like a not long, uh, narrow shaped basket. You can go and you can tilt it, uh, and, and then uh, it is able, the food kind of uh, falls below 10 Tvachim. Once the food is then below 10 Tvachim, it is in a caramelette. Uh, and you can take it out, uh, uh, you know, from a caramelit uh, to your your area, even though uh, that is. Um not really uh, supposed to be done, but we are really going like Rebbe here uh, again, who says that something that is forbidden uh, uh, at, Bainash, uh, at, uh, at nightfall is still permitted uh, during Bainashmash or moving stuff from a caramelite uh, to a uh, um, uh, to, to your domain, it would be allowed. So this is uh, part of that. So it says you because you can uh, tilt the basket, you'd be allowed uh, to do it, and and therefore you would be uh, fine. It would be permissible. Rapapa came and he was saying this, uh, and he says, uh, So Rav Bar Shaba uh, says to Rav Papa, he says, listen, uh, I don't understand that. Uh, In terms of, uh, you know, this is, he quoted, he quoted that thing, which, which actually the previous statement, which says, no, since you can do something, uh, then, then it's allowed. He says, hold on one sec. Uh, I've I've got a, another uh, Mishnah. 
uh, Mishnah coming up uh, in a few daft time. Ketzad uh, Huose, what do, does a person do? What's it talking about? It's talking about a person that wants to make an Erev uh, for uh, both Yom Tif, which falls on the Thursday night Friday, and Shabbat, which falls, uh, which is obviously on, on, on Shabbat. Uh, and uh, and he, it looks like, you know, even if he wants to make it in the same place, or we maybe could even do it in a different place. Uh, so that is how does how does a person like that behave? And uh, Berishon on the on the first night, i.e. that Thursday night of Yom Tov, uh, he says uh, he goes out just before Yom Tov, and he waits uh, with his Erev uh, at the at that point where he wants his Erev to be, not law of law, and then he can take it home. You obviously can carry on Yom Tov. There's no problem with that, uh, and you can carry it home. You don't want to leave your uh, Erev out there, uh, assuming it wants you want it to be in the same place, uh, you don't want to leave your Erev out there all the way for Shabbat. Uh, it could be you know, a bit between now it's Thursday night, by the time Friday night rolls around, uh, it would be, it might get eaten or stolen or something like that. So you don't want to leave it there the whole time. Uh, so what do you do? Uh, you know, a night, a night out there might, you know, is, is what we often do, is we leave stuff out there on, 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 on Friday, uh, on, on Friday evening, but then, and on Shabbos morning you're already walking past it, so it's not that much time, but to leave it for the whole day uh, is, is too long. All right, uh, so what what does one do? He says you go there, you walk home with it on the Thursday night, you know, after, after dark, and then you take it after dark and you go home with it, on the Friday night, uh, before Shabbat comes in, Friday afternoon, uh, it says, you wait with it uh, until uh, dark, uh, and then you can eat it uh, while you're there. And it's, you know, you don't want to eat it, you want to, you know, otherwise it'll go to waste. Uh, so you eat it and you carry on uh, with it, and uh, and that's uh, and, and therefore you have therefore established your Erev. And as we said, it can be a same place, can be a different place. Uh, we will get to these discussions uh, uh, when we. Um, We'll discuss more depth uh, when we when we get to the proper sugyot. But uh, uh, the question uh, that uh, uh, you know that, that we, is being raised here is uh, is the following: Am I? Why do you have to go uh, to the whole place where you want to uh, uh, you know s- establish your residence uh, before Shabbat? Neima, what what could you say? Kavan di by lamtue amate mamte mamtila. What you can say? You say if you want to bring the air of there, you could go along and you could bring it. Okay. And, and and the fact that you didn't bring it just because you had the potential uh, to bring it there that would be fine uh, and uh, and that would be uh, even though you didn't bring it there uh, that should be fine Afogav we consider it as if you actually uh, had brought it there so if you say it's all about potential uh, he says well then I uh, can say that uh, there actually was potential here then therefore uh, you could do it Surely that's the same case as the basket, uh, where you say there's potential to tilt the basket and, and not. Uh, and it would seem there's a discussion here uh, between Rashi, uh, who says this applies to all Arabs, all Arabs. Uh, but then the interesting thing is, like, why did they have to bring the complicated case here with uh, with Erev, uh, uh, with Yom Tov, and then Shabbat going into Shabbat? Uh, so therefore, uh, Tosfot and, and, and Ritva, uh, and go, they go like the the following. They, they make the following distinction. They say really. 
what is actually happening here is that once you've taken it out on the first afternoon, uh, the question really is, why do you have to take it out on, on the Friday afternoon? Uh, you've already done it once. Uh, surely you could say, well, I've done it before. I could do uh, the same thing again. So it's, it's a bit more, uh, you know, nuanced uh, in terms of it. Rashi's opinion, no, this, this could work with all Arabs. You could be sitting home uh, in any uh, time of the, uh, of the year, really, and, and say, I want my Arab to be out there and assume uh, that it's there. And you say, well, instead of me schlepping there i'm just going to say it's fine if it's there okay so there is the, the discussion uh, but uh, for our purposes uh, both ways uh, we say that uh, you know surely if, if that if it is just a possibility surely you can rely on that possibility if you say hoyle uh, and you say well you could do it and the gemara answers no uh, uh, it's a problem uh, because uh, if, if Yonta falls after Shabbat, uh, that is uh, an issue uh, because obviously, you know, it's one thing to, to carry it out on a Thursday afternoon and then you can take it home. Uh, but uh, if you, uh, you know, th- th- there's no problem of carrying on Shabbat. Uh, but on a Friday, uh, then a Friday night is, uh, is uh, Shabbat, obviously. Uh, but uh, if then Saturday, night is Yom Tov. Uh, that's not going to work because if you go out on Friday night uh, then if you eat it there on Friday night well then there's going to be nothing left uh, by the time Saturday night comes along and also you can't walk out with your food on Saturday itself. So therefore that would be uh, an issue and that's why we don't say uh, that, uh, that you know, it, it should only be there. It, you know, obviously, you have to carry it before Shabbat. Uh, and, you can't, and if you say you didn't bring the Arab there, uh, everyone's going to say, well, you know, the, how, how can you say uh, I, I, I wanted to bring the Arab there? It's, it's a much more uh, difficult situation. And the rabbis say, no, you have to go out. If you want to, if you want to be there, you have to go out. Uh, and that uh, you, have to, you have to actually go to the place uh, because otherwise uh, this will be a big problem uh, when you're falls after Shabbat. Okay, uh, and people think you don't have to bring it there. Meanwhile, you do have to bring it there, uh, and that's uh, that's that. All right, eight uh, So uh, another. Uh, understand you know another attack uh, on this uh, what happens if you wanted to be in uh, sorry actually the previous case uh, was was referring to picture 168 uh, showing you tilting the basket below 10 fachim uh, here uh, what we are talking about is picture 169 uh, if you wanted to uh, stay in the public domain and you put your Erev in a hole in the wall uh, it says if it's below 10 Tvachim, no problem. Erev or Erev, that is really seen as part of uh, the Rishut HaRabim, uh, up to 10 Tvachim, and therefore it is a good Erev. Uh, if it's greater than 10 Tvachim, ain Erev or Erev. Your Erev is not uh, considered to be a good Erev. Uh, but what happens if you the opposite applies if you wanted your uh, to your dwelling place to be uh, on top of a shovach or barosh amigdal on top of some kind of a dovecote uh, if you want to stay there or barosh amigdal on top of some kind of uh, cupboard. Uh, you know, lamala masrat vachim. If that is higher than ten, uh, if the erev is higher than ten vachim, we're assuming uh, the uh, this cupboard uh, is also above ten vachim. Well, then that's great because you and your erev are in the same place, uh, and uh, and therefore it works. Lamala masrat vachim, erev or erev. Then your erev is a good erev. Lamata masrat vachim. If it's less uh, than ten vachim, ain erev or erev. Then it is obviously not a good erev because you can't uh, from uh, your 
your your place above the your um, shutiyachid above the uh, the the cupboard. Uh, go and stretch out and take something from effectively the rishut harabim. Okay, uh, and uh, we should say, what am I? Uh, you know, why why do you why do you uh, specify that and, uh, and and say this is the case? Also, if you're wearing uh, or if you uh, applying the principle of I could do this, haki haki nami neima. What could you say? Well, again, uh, I could possibly yachol lintua la tochasra. What could I do? I could go and tilt uh, this uh, this cupboard. Once you tilt the cupboard, it goes down uh, below ten. Uh, and uh, and therefore which you and your Erev were in the same place. I'm Rav Yirmiya, no, Hakam Bumiga, Hamusa, Sumar, Musumar, Skinan, sorry, we are talking here about a nailed one. So we see the tilting, uh, the, uh, the the cupboard, that's picture 171, uh, picture 172 uh, is uh, a nailed in cupboard, the cupboard is nailed to the wall and therefore can't not be tilted, okay. Rabbi Amar, another answer, uh, it says, uh, Even if you'd say it's a cupboard that's not nailed to the wall, uh, what are we talking about here? We're talking about a very uh, tall uh, cupboard over here, Askinan, Adi, Mamte, Lay, Purta, Azal Chutz, What happens is if you tilt it, uh, still because it's so high, uh, it's going to be more uh, than four Amot away from your Erev. You see this in picture 173. Uh, and therefore, the the, the fact that you got uh, that even potentially you can't get to the Erev. Uh, exactly uh, what are we talking about here so, so what the Gomorrah says if it's talking about the cupboard having a window and you've got a rope uh, what you can do is uh, slide through uh, the rope uh, and, uh, and uh, through the cupboard you see the hole there's picture 174 uh, you slide the rope through uh, you can attach the rope then to the chala uh, and then uh, pull it through uh, at a level of uh, under 10 tvachim uh, and therefore you and your Erev are in the same place. Then, you know, it, it, you take it to uh, that area, then that, that should be fine. Uh, you don't have to move the whole cupboard. And the Gemara says, okay, very simply, delay lay kavata umitna. You don't have a rope uh, or uh, and the cupboard does not have a window. Uh, so that solves that. All right, uh, quoting the Mishnah, not no babor. What happens if you put the Erev in a pit? Afilo amok maya ama. Even if it's 100 uh, um, amot uh, deep, which is like a 50 meter deep pit, a very, very deep pit, uh, it is a good Erev. The Gemara asks, similarly to how it did with the tree, uh, uh, hi. Bor, the Kaiheche, exactly what is the status? Uh, where is this Bor? Uh, it says, If it's in a private domain, uh, someone's backyard, he's dug this deep pit, uh, well, then that's obvious. Uh, and uh, the, the, the private domain, uh, which is pit, is obviously a private domain, it's got the depth, and we assume it's got the width as well, and it goes uh, to the same way, a private domain goes upward. Uh, you know, so too, uh, uh, the same way it goes up, it goes down to the depths, uh, and, and therefore uh, it is a uh, um, no problem uh, for this uh, bore. It's a private domain, no matter how deep it goes, it, uh, it's, it's a private domain. Okay, so obviously that, that wouldn't be an issue. Uh, you, you want, if it's in a private domain, it itself is a private domain, transferring one to the other, no problem. So uh, we say the pit. Uh, must be in the Rishut Harabim.
Okay, uh, and if the pit is in the public domain, uh, it says, well, exactly where did you intend to spend your Shabbat uh, residence? Uh, if you say that you wanted to spend above in the Rabim, well, the bar is Rishutayachid, and therefore you are in one place, and, and the Erev is another place, and therefore that wouldn't work. Uh, if you really wanted to say, I wanted to, to live in the pit, uh, this very deep pit, uh, then Pshita, uh, that would be obvious. Uh, obviously, then uh, you and your Erev are in the same place, and then there's no Kiddush uh, over there. There's no uh, uniqueness about that case, and you wouldn't need to tell me that. The Gemara says, No, Lord Shricha, when do I need this case? Uh, this, uh, the, the area around it, uh, the pit, is a Karmelit. Um, neither Rishutayachid nor Rishutarabim and it says when it kavain lishpot amala you wanted to stay above the pit averebihi and this goes like Rebi as we saw before damakol davar shu mishum shvut lo gazru alav beinashmashot he says you would be able to access it normally uh, on Shabbat itself you're not allowed to transfer between a private domain and a Karmelit uh, and uh, at least rabbinically not uh, allowed to however uh, what we're talking about here is that even though uh, rabbinically you're not allowed to do things uh, at the time of uh, uh, the sunset, uh, between sunset and real nightfall, uh, according to Rebbe, you would be allowed to, uh, as we discussed at some length yesterday. Okay, good. Your our next Mishnah deal starts as follows. Uh, what happens if you put your 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 Erev on top of a Kane, on top of reed, or uh, kundas, on top of a pole? Uh, and uh, it would seem that uh, it says, uh, the, the pole or this reed has to have been detached uh, previously and then uh, reattached to the ground. So you pulled it out uh, so it's not its natural place of growth uh, and then you reattach it to the ground. You cemented it in or you dug it in uh, before Shabbat. Uh, it says, If you put it in the ground uh, and even if it's 100 uh, amot high, uh, 100 uh, cubits high, about 50 meters again uh, that is a good um of because what can you do you are allowed to take the pole uh, or this reed out the ground uh, and uh, and and get to your area of no problem uh, with that okay well let's uh, understand uh, this rami ba rav ada ba matna le rava so rav ada ba matna asked a question from rava uh, it says talush when it's in as long as it was pulled up before and then reattached that's good law talush when it's law the implication is uh, that is is not uh, detached and and then reattached uh, put back into the ground uh, you wouldn't be allowed to do it uh, money who is that? Rabbanan he, we say that goes like the rabbis, uh, because, uh, th- th- as we said, the rabbis do not allow you to do a, a shvut, uh, something that is forbidden rabbinically uh, before Shabbat, at Bainash- even Bainashmashot time. Um, as we said, the rabbis don't allow you to 
do uh, go against rabbinical decrees, uh, transgressed rabbinical decrees, uh, brain hashmashot. Uh, you're not allowed to do such a thing. Vahamata, Reisha Rebi, Reisha Rebi, Sefer Rabbanan. Do we say uh, that leads to a bit of an untenable conclusion? Uh, because uh, if, if this is the rabbis who are strict uh, in this kind of instance, uh, it seems to go exactly against uh, what we learned uh, a few minutes ago in terms of uh, the previous Mishnah, uh, where we talked that that was the uh, the, the case of Rabbi Huda Nasi, uh, who said that uh, the Arab um, was on top of a tree uh, or on top of a reed uh, that that uh, that goes uh, that that is uh, stuck in the ground, uh, you would be allowed to do it according to Rebbe, uh, as we saw a bit earlier, because he says uh, any you know even uh, the rabbis allowed you to do uh, this type of behaviour going up the tree, as we saw in previous discussions. Okay, so that's Gomorrah's question: How can it be the previous Mishnah was going like Rebbe, and now all of a sudden we switch back to the Rabbi's opinion. That's somewhat jarring. Uh, it says, uh, You already said that the, the first part of the Mishnah, uh, i.e. the previous Mishnah, uh, goes like Rebbe. Uh, how can it be the first part of the Mishnah uh, goes like Rebbe and the last part goes like the Rabbi's? So, Amalei, Kavar Ramilei, Rami Bachama, Rav Kista. No, Rami Bachama already raised this question in front of Rav Kista, Vashanilei, and the answer was, No, Reisha Rebbe Besefer Abanan. Don't worry about it. That is the way it works. Uh, first part of the Mishnah uh, goes like uh, 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 Rebbe Huda, and the last part uh, goes like someone else, goes like the Rabbis. So therefore, they uh, irreconcilable, well, not irreconcilable, but uh, they, they're just different opinions. Uh, normally, we don't like uh, saying that. They, uh, often, we give other answers, uh, as we're going to do now. But, uh, you know, we, we can rely on that kind of uh, way of, of, of saying things. Ravina Amar, Ravina says, no, you don't have to uh, say this. It says, Kula Rebihi. Actually, this is all Rebi. Vasefa Gezerah, Shema Yiktom. And the last part, he says, uh, in terms of this, he says, there is, uh, we're making a decree uh, that you are going to break it. Uh, reeds are, are, are very soft uh, and, uh, and, and stuff, and, and, and they've got uh, things in uh, you know, leaves uh, that stick out that are very easily uh, broken and it's almost uh, inevitable that you are going to uh, go and, uh, and break uh, you know, something from there before, uh, you know, there maybe there's a chance that you won't and, uh, and therefore we're allowed, uh, but uh, yeah it's almost definite that it's going to break, uh, and, and, and therefore we say it is not. Uh, you, you, you definitely be using the tree on Shabbat, and, and therefore not allowed. Okay, uh, uh, we uh, now quote uh, who? Uh, uh, Pul Musa. Uh, we have this Pulmosa uh, that comes, it's an army uh, garrison that comes to Havan and Ada, that comes to Ada. Amalu Rav Nachman. Rav Nachman says uh, they're taking up a lot of space uh, and they're living in, inside the Beit Midrash. Poki Avdi Kavushe Kavshe Bagma. Go out uh, and, and make some extra space uh, in, the, in, the, uh, in the marsh, okay, by squashing down these reeds. And then tomorrow we'll go out there and we'll sit on the on, on, on those uh, things there. The soldiers will stay in the Beit Midrash and we'll go out to the marsh and sit on the reeds. 
Okay, and the question is, uh, you know, how can that be? Eitvei Rami Barchama Rav Nachman. So Rami Barchama said to Rav Nachman, "V'amrilei Mar Ukva Rav Ukva Ba'aba Rav Nachman." So whoever it was said to Rav Nachman, it says, "Talish v'no, it's in law. Talish v'lo, now it's law. Surely, if it's still attached to the ground, then it is defined. You know, if it's only if it's detached, are you allowed to to do it? But if it's not detached, if it's still attached to the ground, then you can't do so." Surely you would have to uproot the reeds uh, and then uh, then sit on them. But he said, just you know, make sure that you like squash them uh, beforehand. It doesn't he didn't mention anything about uh, um, you know at, at uprooting them first uh, and stuff. So it would seem they're still attached to the ground. And he says, I'm alive. So what is the difference? Hatam buuzrutin. We're talking here about very hard reeds uh, which you can't uh, bend uh, and use on Shabbat. Uh, there, that that's what the Mishnah is talking about uh, in, in in terms of that. And uh, these very hard reeds uh, you can't uh, you can't do. Okay uh, and. Um, that's uh, that's what we say, and here uh, we're talking about soft reeds. These soft reeds are not going to break, uh, and, uh, and and therefore uh, they'll just bend and they'll they'll they'll, they'll get massaged, but they're not really going to break. And what makes you see the distinction between uh, hard reeds and soft reeds? Uh, it says Detanya, as we learned in Abrata, Hakanim va'atadin va'hakigin. If you've got these reeds, and the Korean says here. Yeah, Box thorn uh, and these thistles, uh, they are like uh, like those things. He says, what are all of those things? They are min ilanhu. They are types of trees. Uh, all of them are like trees. Uh, it says ve'anan kilayim bekerim. They are not defined as kilayim um, kerim. Uh, they are not uh, uh, defined as uh, things in a vineyard. You're not allowed uh, to plant uh, if you've got a vineyard. You're not allowed to plant herbs or vegetables uh, in the vineyard, but you are allowed to plant trees. Uh, in the vineyard, okay, and uh, and that's that's what you're talking about here. So these things, uh, these reeds are, and and the thistles and boxthorn are types of trees, and therefore you can plant them in a vineyard. We have another brighter. Hakanim vahakidin urbanin. You have reeds and uh, kida, uh, which is a cassia, and bulrushes are uh, are defined as uh, like uh, similar to uh, you know min yereku, a type of vegetable or herb or something like that, and therefore you wouldn't be allowed to plant them in a vineyard because of the fact that it would be, the, you know, kilaim, it would be mixtures. Uh, of things. Kasha Adaday. So, exactly what are reeds? We've got this reed, which is, we're saying, is uh, defined as a tree, and we've got a reed that is defined as a uh, as a type of vegetable or herb. So, uh, you know, what what exactly will the real reed please stand up? Ella, uh, therefore, Shmamina, Kan, Be'uzrudin, therefore, we make the distinction. We say the ones that are like trees uh, are hard, okay, uh, the Uzrudin are like trees, and therefore, I've got the tree law, can uh, and the other ones uh, that are not hard, uh, those are the ones uh, that are that are not allowed to be planted in as uh, in in a vineyard because they are like kerim. And the Gemara says Shmamina, uh, we do learn from that. Uh, now we just raise a question on one of the things we mentioned. Vikida min yereku is kida, which we said this cassia uh, is that a type of uh, a herb or vegetable? Vatanan, uh, we have a uh, Mishnah. 
says Ein Markivin Pegam Algaba Kida Levana. You're not allowed to have uh, graft uh, this uh, this rue uh, on onto this white kida, uh, this white cassia. Ubnaishu Yerek Bilan. That is like a herb onto a tree. So it shows that you know this uh, this uh, uh, thing is like a tree. Uh, this rue is a vegetable, and it's putting like a vegetable on a tree. So we see actually uh, this kida is actually a tree, not a vegetable. So that's uh, how do we reconcile that? Amra Papa, no kida lechud, bekida levana lechud. There's something called kida. Uh, which is uh, a, a type of cassia, uh, which is uh, very similar to a vegetable. However, uh, kida lavana, uh, this kida lavana is different, uh, and it is much more like a tree. Okay, the next Mishnah. Not no, b'migdal. What happens if you put it uh, in a cupboard? You you put the the eruv in a cupboard. Vavar avad meftach, and you lose the key. Harayze eruv. That is still a um, a good eruv. Rabbi Leizer he says, "Im einu yodaya shemaftach mukomo." If you don't know that we, you know that, that the key is there, einu eruv. You said that is not a good eruv. Uh, it would seem that uh, if you you know even though you. You put it in this cupboard, and now you've locked it up, and 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 and, and now you've lost the key. It would seem that uh, it's got to be um, uh, that you you know it's not like you've lost it totally, but uh, you kind of just don't know uh, where it is. Okay, that's uh, we say that's a good eruv. The Gemara asks uh, on this though, uh, why do you say it's a good eruv? Am I who uh, you can't get your eruv? It's like you're in one place, and the eruv is in another place. You can't uh, uh, you know get access uh, to that. Uh, and we say, Rav and Shmuel, Rav and Shmuel say here, what are we talking about? Acha migdal shalavanim askinan. Here we are talking about a cupboard made of bricks. Okay, and it says Rabbi Mehi, and this is like uh, Rabbi Meir the Amar, and Rabbi Meir says Hapotech lechachila avenotel, who says you can push aside bricks in a wall on Shabbat, and you can take things out from. Yeah, the side did none. Uh, buy it. Shinamalu uh, perot. What happens if you have a house uh, full of fruit? And then all of a sudden it gets, uh, it was sealed and then uh, it gets breached. You are a You are allowed to take out of the place of breach. Okay, where, where it was uh, breached, you are allowed to stick your hand through that hole and do it. No, you can uh, make a hole in the wall and and take this uh, this fruit out. And uh, the Gemara says, uh, surely you know we have to qualify this even further. Vamarav Nachman, Vaada, Namashmul, Bavira, Livne. What we're talking about here, it's got one brick upon another, uh, and and therefore there's no cement or mortar between the two of them. Hachanami, Bavira, Livne. We say that the same the same case would be here. Uh, from you know that uh, it's got to be you know that there's. Um, no uh, cement between the two. Otherwise, we're going to get, as we'll see tomorrow, uh, what's binyan bekalim and stira bekalim, uh, etc. Here, this would be, uh, a, if it, it, it's cemented, uh, then it would be stira. Okay, um, and uh, we say uh, that uh, it says, um, and uh, well, actually, I suppose we might as well uh, leave it there uh, because this is a, a new sugya and uh, we are going to have to go over the page. We do it so everyone should have a great day.